Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. <laughs> Welcome to oh oh wrong one wrong one sorry hang on there <laughs> we go Welcome there to we No go. Credentials Required where you don't need a press pass to talk sports we're presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media my name is Ryan McCarthy I'm one of your hosts to my right is a man who returns from the great state of the I'm sorry the great Commonwealth of Virginia mm-hmm. I gotta get it right gotta get it right uh, Dustin yeah. Henry Dustin how are we doing tonight? I'm doing I'm doing all right. Uh, it was a bit of ripping the bandaid off coming home. Uh, I had a I had a fine night back after, you know, driving back for about nine hours. I did DoorDash some McDonald's. But ooh, let me tell you, going to going to work today was tough. So I'm very happy to be back in the seat doing this because it gave me something to look forward to. I'm back on the air airwaves. No, I didn't move to Virginia. You know, maybe. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe people were worried. Maybe people were worried, but uh, hey, you know. hey, you know, you know what though? I gotta say, when I went to Virginia back in uh, early September, I almost didn't come back. So yeah. I, I get it. I get yeah. it. That's a it's a great state, Virginia, lovely state. Shout out to the Commonwealth. Uh, yeah, Northern Northern Virginia though. I got. I'm 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 I'm, I'm watching you. I'm watching. Yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of good things, and uh, where where my friends uh, are is a small town. But what I didn't realize about where they are is there is a first of all, Langley is like right there. I'm not going to be ultra specific about it because I don't want to blow up their location on the show. But no, don't Lang- dox them. We we don't encourage yeah. doxing. <laughs> Langley is like pretty close, and then. The other thing is they have a strong NASA presence down there. You know, when I think of yes. NASA, I think of Cape Canaveral or Houston. You know, obviously Houston, we have a problem. I was not aware of the NASA presence in Virginia. So that was that was something that um, I learned. Well, I learned that Norfolk is the is the North American headquarters for NATO. So oh, I, le- wow. I learned that. So, you know, yeah, that I didn't going. know that. Yeah, they yep. got they got all sorts of things going on. Yep, but now we're, we're back in New York, and yes, it's it's New York. But anyway, but we're here, we're here. So before we get into the actual meat and potatoes of this episode, mm, meat and potatoes, I just want to <laughs> remind you about our socials down here: Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. It's and at NoCredsRQ, Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsRQ, YouTube.com forward slash at NoCredsRQ, and what if you could do? If you could, if you wouldn't mind, go ahead and like, comment, share, and subscribe to the show on all of our podcast, all of our, all of our live stream platforms. Somebody's been uh, cooking up a little graphics gumbo while I was away. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, my friend, cooking that gumbo, stirring that pot, stirring that pot. 
on the podcast side and the audio side, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, wherever you podcast. Also, it would be kind and rate and review. Five stars is the number of stars we would love to for, for you to give us for the rating. Also, and and leave a review. That'd be great. And no matter how gross or really nice it is, I may even read the review on the air. And because we're a live show uh, most days, uh, most times that we're on, unless unless we have our new segment, which is called 10 Good Minutes, whether it's by myself or with Dustin or one of us has a guest. Because we're live right now, engage with the show, leave a comment. And Dustin, I know you've waited two weeks to hear this be- that beautiful, beautiful sound. I have. Bated All right. Breath. I'm going to lay it on you. <laughs> Yep, that's right, because we're a live show. Or if you're watching on replay, engage with the show. We want your comments. So we're going to talk about NFL Week 5, and we're going to start off with our biggest upset. Dustin, uh, I know you're kind of chomping at the bit to talk about the biggest upset. What was the biggest upset in your mind this past week? Oh, well, for me, um, and I didn't, full disclosure, I was on vacation. I was kind of in vacation mode. I didn't see as much football as I normally would have this week. But the game that most shocked me was the Buffalo Bills losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ooh. Jaguar. Um, <laughs> Jaguars. You know, and, and part of it, it, so I know that Buffalo – Buffalo's defense is a little banged up. You know, Matt Milano, he got hurt. Um, one of their corners who escapes me, he's out for the season. Tredavious White. Yes, that's right. I So Buffalo's got some injuries on defense. Von Miller came back in this game, but he was on like a limited snap count. Um, but I still expected the Jags have been struggling a little bit as of late. They've looked, they've looked good. Uh, at points, but it just seems like Trevor Lawrence doesn't have um, – he doesn't have his – it doesn't seem like Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson have that offense humming the way it was last year. And I still thought that the Bills offense – you know, I thought D- Gabe Davis would find a way to score a sneaky touchdown as he has for the last last couple weeks and be that number two receiver that Buffalo needs – um, and I thought that Buffalo's offense would be enough to overcome a Jaguars team that I think has underperformed a little bit to start the season. Um, so that was the most shocking upset to me. And I have to wonder how much of it has to do with the fact that it seems like Shad Khan wants to make the Jaguars London's official team. Uh, you know, he's, he's front, he, if if I'm not mistaken, he grew. Is he from there or grew up there yeah. or something? Yeah, he's and, he's of he's of Pakistani descent, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and he grew and but he grew up in London. Okay, okay. So I was right about that. But and you have to wonder what the NFL's plans are for London. But the travel, you have to wonder. The Jags have been over there for a bit now because they played the Falcons last week. So. You have to wonder, and you don't make excuses for any team in football, but I would imagine the travel impacted Buffalo a little bit. Um, so Yeah, I, I guess what happened was they didn't leave until Friday. Yeah, yeah, which is surprising. Friday. You would have thought they would have left right after the Miami game or at least soon after it, and right. they, so they could at least have a walkthrough over there. But, but I don't know. If the NFL wants to bring multiple teams to London, which – Goodell, Goodell kind of said in a press conference that they were exploring "quote unquote" opportunities. Uh, they would have to figure out this travel, this travel thing because, yeah, for, for whoever goes over there, it's rough. I mean, I I can remember, and and uh, I could be wrong about this, but I thought the Bucks and Seahawks when they played in Germany last year I thought both teams were on the bye the week before so they could kind of travel over there and have some time to me that would be the way that you have to do it so uh some uh, so uh just want to dovetail out of uh football for a moment uh if you're mm-hmm. if you're paying attention to the NLCS uh the Phillies are unless there's a 
unless there is a monumental collapse in the bottom of the eighth, they're up 10 to two on the Atlanta Braves. So, Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So there's that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I said, I, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, I texted my brother. My brother, Jeremy is a big bills fan. Mm-hmm. And we, we talked about the, uh, he says, oh man, this, this game is killing. There's no running game. There's no deep. Everybody's getting hurt on defense. And I had said to him, yeah, I guess those were, I was looking on social media. I noticed that somebody had said that the Bills didn't travel to London until Friday. And I guess it's a shorter trip for some teams. Like so, the East Coast teams, it's not a big deal. It's yeah. only a, about a five or six hour flight from wherever they are to London. So, so Buffalo would have had to probably connect in Toronto or New York or, or JFK or New or Newark and fly over to London. But yeah, I don't understand. I mean, I don't understand the, the, the logic of leaving on Friday instead of leaving on maybe Monday, given the, given the guys a, a day of rest, getting over there, getting established, having a full couple days of practice, a walkthrough on Friday, rest mm-hmm. on Saturday, and then play on Sunday. I, I don't, I don't understand I don't understand whose decision that was, whether it be Sean McDermott's or upper manager or, or, or Brennan beans. I don't know whose, I don't know whose decision that was. I think that that, that decision definitely backfired on them. And now, yeah. and now Matt Milano is, is on IR and so is Daquan Jones. So I think, I think Matt Milano is out on, he's, 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 they're both on injured reserve. I don't know yeah. what, of the in- injury is I, I heard it to be carted off the Matt Milano had to be carted off the field so yeah I, I don't that know injury. yeah I don't know 100% but I think I think it was a possibly a broken leg and they're hoping that he didn't do something to his knee as well but I, I could I'm not 100% sure about that I might have yeah, to and the, and, some- and the week and the week before Tredavious White suffered a uh, he he unfortunately tore his Achilles on a non-football contact injury. So yeah, those are the worst ones. But it's, but here's the thing. It doesn't say that they're out for the season. It just says indefinitely. Uh, Daquan Jones has a pectoral injury and Milano his leg. So I don't know if they say the extent of the injuries. If anybody's watching can fill us in, let us know. It it just said that they went to IR and they're out indefinitely. didn't say how long. So it's very vague as to how long they're out for. They're out for. So it doesn't really doesn't really help us. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't really help us as a, as a podcast host. So as for me, my biggest upset was Thursday night when the Chicago Bears went into FedEx Field in Landover, Maryland, and absolutely put a stomping. Oh, they um, in the words of Stone Cold Steve Austin, they stomped a mud hole oh, in the did. Washington Commanders or whatever they're called now. <laughs> yes. It was so bad that Magic Johnson ripped into the team publicly mm-hmm. after that game, saying that basically that, that, and I'm paraphrasing here, that there was there was no heart, there was the, the performance was off. It was a bad scene, and this was a team that this is this is a Washington Commanders team that me, me, this guy right here, mm-hmm. said was going to be a wild card team, along with the New York Giants. Thank you for thank you for thank you for disappointing me, New York Giants. Your disappointment every single week now. So, but here's the here's the one thing about it, Justin Fields. The last two weeks, Justin Fields has been on fire. Oh yeah, fire. With the exception of that game-ending interception against in that collapse against Denver, the Bears took the lead and never looked back. Never trailed in this game. I did not expect that at all. No, and DJ Moore, I mean, you could he was the number one target. He was yeah. what the Bears wanted him to be. And mm-hmm. they shipped Les Claypool out of there after the, you know, he's in Miami now. Uh, or not Les Claypool, Chase Claypool. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, Les Claypool's eating, he's eating grass somewhere. <laughs> he's he's playing some silky bass lines. He's, he's like some silky bass somewhere in yeah, Miami now. Trade yeah, from Chicago. Yeah. No, and what's even worse, I'm gonna out myself right now. I I <laughs> when I said less when I said less Claypool in the eating grass thing, I mean I wouldn't put it past him. But I initially start, I shot to oh oh I got a less miles is who I was thinking of, <laughs> and then I was like oh geez, so I was way like my brain was misfiring. So uh, yeah, yeah. Chase Claypool. They shipped him out of there. 
But another another magical moment live. I know Cringe was. Oh fire, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out, shout out to you, uh, Frank Wycheck, because always. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Sam Wycheck, in peace. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, I I assure you too. I had just gotten down to Virginia the night before. I'm sitting there. I'm hanging. I'm like, oh, I got to set my fantasy lineup. And I said to myself, I'm going Anthony Richardson because Justin Fields, I, he burned me the last game. It won't happen again. Oh, steam mm-hmm. was coming out of my ears because Justin Fields, he balled out. He balled out in this game. That he did. I, I consider it my upset of the week just because nobody, nobody, absolutely nobody expected, expected this to happen. I don't think yeah. it was Chicago Bears fan expected this to happen. No, probably not. And and weeks before, I was saying, oh, you know, the Commanders took uh, because who was it? Was it? It was the Eagles. It was the Eagles that they kind of took down to the to the to the wire, wasn't it? I'm trying to remember. And then uh, the week before that, we were talking about Jack Del Rio's defense finding their footing a little bit and taking a team to OT. Uh, you know, I would have thought they would have been able to. Uh, it was the Buccaneers. It was the Buccaneers that took down to the wire. Uh, that's that's who they were taking down to the wires. Unfortunate interception again that cost them points. So, yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. It yeah, was sorry, upset for sure. <laughs> sorry, Eagles fans. Don't mean to. Sorry, Eagles I'm, fans. I'm off here. I'm off right now. That's okay. I'm I think shook. it was a DoorDash. I think it was a DoorDash McDonald's that did you in. <laughs> that might have, that might have done it. <laughs> all right we're gonna move on to our biggest disappointment i'm pretty sure that the both of us will be in agreement here dustin that the dallas cowboys <laughs> good lord they they didn't show up in santa clara at all no. and no. Dak prescott Dak Dak prescott throws three interceptions and but in fact i i heard that Dak prescott threw his helmet in frustration but it was intercepted and brought back for a touchdown. <laughs> That's how bad of a game he had. Man, man, this is why. This is why we had and, – and I'm guilty of it too this year. I came out the first two weeks of the seasons. I said that I said the Dallas Cowboys defense looked like world beaters. And uh, But this is why everybody – Wise El Jefe. <laughs> how's it going? How's it going tonight, Wise? Now, every oh, – Wait, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. I got to salute Wise. Right. The appropriate with the appropriate PSA. Yeah. The following is a public service announcement from Wise El Jefe. Boston. This has been a public service announcement from Wise El Jefe. That's still do the best. I do it. That's <laughs> still the best. And and if you if you don't think that we're going to be using that all the way into next baseball season, we're going to use that all winter. <laughs> yep. Yep. Especially with the with the Patriots playing the way they're playing. God yeah. <laughs> mighty. All right. We got to continue bashing the Cowboys. Go, yeah. go ahead. I don't want to, but this is why Cowboys fans always complain that we, that their team is, we don't give Dak Prescott enough credit too hard on Dak and their team. Man, they're, man, they're, man, they're, man. they're elite. This is why Cowboys fans. This is why you can't, always trust the Cowboys. What did I say at the be go all the way back to my first episode of this podcast when you asked in 2022 to preview the season, he said, "How are the Cowboys going to do?" and I said, "The Cowboys are going to cowboy." This is what I meant. This is why they're mm-hmm. one of the most mercurial teams in the NFL and they have been for some time now. Now, it's not on the level of the Chargers, but it has permeated into Dallas's culture. This is what this is what non-fans of the team expect every single year. And when Cowboys mm-hmm. fans say you're not giving our team respect, this is why. When you say that you're hard on Dak, you want to tell us how good Dak is. You, you said hard on. <laughs> yeah. Again. <laughs> you, wanna, you wanna put up Dak Prescott's stats and be like, oh, he's better than this person. Dak he, Prescott is a Hall of Famer. He doesn't show up in the big games. I'm sorry. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. And I've look, I said this what three weeks ago on this show? Four weeks ago? Actually, no, we don't know it was it was three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. When they play I, I, two weeks ago. No, it was two weeks ago. Oh my yeah. god, I can't remember. But I know. anyway. Time is a circle. I said this. Time is a circle. Time is a circle, and it's never ending. And we're all gonna we're all gonna be down that drain in the circle. Um. Anyway, 
Woo, an existential moment. I got yeah, it. that was Buddhist yep. riot right there. <laughs> All life is suffering. Yikes. All oh, life is <laughs> Life is pain. Yeah. <laughs> my lifestyle is almost my death style. Oh, man. <laughs> Thank you. That, on you. <laughs> greatest unintentional comedy of all time, that documentary. Watch it. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, two weeks ago on the same program, I said that the Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles slash San Diego Chargers go back to San Diego, you jerks. Uh, Dean Spanos, go back to San Diego. I said that these two teams parallel each other in that they have so much talent, yet they disappoint. They disappoint. Both those teams disappointed last year. The Chargers surrendered that 27 to nothing lead in the wild card <laughs> because Brandon Staley, the great Brand, the, the great Brandon Stalito <laughs> and Lindo or the, the great Brandito, the great Brand, the, the, Brandito, the, the great Brandon Staley Field, and his disappearing, <laughs> his disappearing leads will be, will be in Vegas soon enough. The but, great Brandini, the great Brandini, <laughs> <laughs> the great Staldini. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this team has both teams have so much talent, and yet they disappoint. They never fail to disappoint. So with that, Dustin, I gotta. I've got a new award. It's called the Slow Cap Clap Award. We're going to award it to these teams that disappoint every single week. <laughs> I will. Uh, you another slow, you uh -huh. get a slow cap clap for every disappointment yeah brilliant brilliant another thing you've been working on while i was away i see oh yeah oh yeah uh uh why uh, says try dax new cologne interception for those that don't want to score <laughs> <laughs> and then snowman chicken in from indiana hey 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 snowman thanks for hey, stopping by man. all <laughs> right we're moving on from biggest disappointment to most entertaining game and i'm going to start with you dustin what was the most entertaining game in your mind this week? all right well thanks again for starting uh starting with me and i won't hog the mic this time i for the reasons for reasons that people might not understand and i will do my best to explain them a little bit a little bit this jets broncos game was extremely entertaining to me because Remember last year we said the Broncos were like Sean a car Payton's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We said the Broncos were like a car crash, but we couldn't look away. But they were also so boring that they put us to mm -hmm. sleep. We didn't. They were mm -hmm. on national games. It's the same. It's the same team this year with a different coat of paint. They're, they're, yep. they're a car crash that you can't look away because it is rapidly developing into a soap opera. You have yeah. you have two personalities. You have Sean Payton, who who just I'm convinced that Sean Payton thinks he's still one of the best coaches in the NFL. He just got spanked by a a world beater de uh, defense. Brees Hall ran all over them, and as I've discussed before, largely now I understand it's not a hundred percent, but you wanted to talk about you wanted to talk about uh the bad coaching last year and all the stuff you wanted to throw Nathaniel Hackett under the bus, some of which was, 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 was deserved, but coaches don't usually do that to each other. That, that was, that was like an unwarranted attack. But the one thing Nathaniel Hackett had going good last year was that defense, that defense yeah. was for real. And you've taken, as I've said before, you've taken the, the same unit and they're trash. Now they can't stop anybody. And also, Russ has looked mildly better under Sean Payton, mildly, but also he still is making these mistakes. It's almost like it's his first year. And it, he, I have been a big Russell Wilson apologist on this show, but even I, as a, as a Seahawk fan, and I'm thankful for all he did in the city of Seattle, he's up on the podium and they ask him about the altercation that Sean Payton had on the sidelines with him and Sean Payton's yelling at him and, and Russell's like, Oh, it just, 
We just were trying to figure out how to move on and go to the next series and do the next play. That's not what happened. And you know it. Like, just give a moment of genuineness, Russell Wilson. You don't have to do the canned responses because everybody knows it's not going well. At the very least, just say there's things I have to work on. There's things I have to do. He – it's – I don't know which one is worse. I know which person is going to win out in this power struggle because Russ is older, an older QB, and they gave him a boatload of money, but they also gave Sean Payton a boatload of money and had to execute a trade with the Saints. So Sean Payton's going to win that that battle, that that dumpster fire. But it was entertaining to see the, Jet, the Jets kind of get a modicum of revenge and kind of keep their season a little bit on the rails here. And also, I was rooting for them again because of Sean Payton's comments and also because he just has this smug look on the sidelines. Um, and I'm not trying to go in on Sean Payton here, but I just he, – he was so uh, disrespectful to Nathaniel Hackett. And then to turn around and – you haven't done any better with this team. The Broncos have woefully underperformed, and and uh, you're trying your onside kicks. You're trying to get cute, but it was just nice to see. And also, Zach Wilson quietly. He wasn't brilliant in this game, but he also made some key third-down conversions when they needed him. He kept drives going. He did what he had to do a little bit. Yep. And uh, I'm going to read a quote. I posted this on my Twitter account, which uh, which you can see here in the which you can see in the uh, headline here. It's at who is Ryan MCC on on Twitter. Uh, so follow me. I try to be as entertaining as I can. But I, after the game, I posted this quote from July 28th, 2023, and it reads as follows. <clears throat> Boy, I really need to get some like some like music. For- yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe find some. Let's see if I find it. No, this sounds uh, meditational. Let's try this. <laughs> no, <laughs> looking for the right vibe here. I'm looking for the right vibe. What this one? Ooh, there we go. All right, yeah, here we go. Go in on <clears throat> I quote, It doesn't happen often where an NFL team or organization gets embarrassed. And that happened here. Part of it was their own fault, relative to spending so much effing time trying to win the offseason. The PR, the pomp and circumstance, marching people around and all this stuff. Close quote. <laughs> hey Pizzle stopping by saying hey 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 Pizzle what's going hey, on hey. so yeah that was nice to uh all right let me get rid of this music here it was it was that one's called feeding that one's called feeding the ducks uh but <laughs> literally that's what it says in stream yards feeding the ducks nice but yeah but yeah it was nice to get for the thing will hack it to get that win and, and I and I said to people on snowman in the morning on Monday, I said, listen, you take the hardest season of your life, get fired a few games before the season ends, you go somewhere else, and you have to go back to where you were last year and try to coach in the same environment where you were where another coach disrespects you. Mm-hmm. You try doing that with your job, with your career. Let's see what happens. See what happens. Yeah. And also you don't have everyone who you intended to have, you know, that's Mm -hmm. a, but, but credit to the credit to the staff. Uh, They have not made excuses. They're not, they're not sitting, sitting after each game, unless you have quotes that I don't, they're not sitting after each game and going, man, we really wish we had Aaron in here. They're, 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 you know, they're, they're playing. Everyone's rallying, rallying around Zach Wilson, which was a much different story than last year when yeah. everyone wanted him off the team after what he did in New England. Mm-hmm. Everybody's rallying around him. Everybody is. Everybody loves it's. It's the Flint Tropics. It's Jackie Love in the Flint in 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 uh, semi pro with the with the Flint Tropics. Everybody <laughs> love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> everybody love everybody. So that's how it is with the Jets right now. And I'm ha- I'm. 
if you if you missed Victory Monday, go watch it. Go listen to it. Me and Dan talked about the game, yeah. and we told check it we out. Told Sean, and we told Sean Payton to shut shut the f up. <laughs> my most exciting game, my most entertaining game, was I was catching it on Red Zone. Was Falcons Titans? It was defensive battle. Although you could argue that both offenses weren't doing really great, but you know the Texans def- the Falcons defense is pretty solid. Uh, they they went out and got Jesse Bates last uh, in the off season to sign him to shore up that secondary. The Titans, the I'm sorry, the Texans defense with D'Amico Ryan's as their as their head coach, they're playing better than expected. And C.J. Stroud, man, he's my he is my early pick. I mean, five weeks. We're only five weeks. We're five weeks in. I get it. We got a long season. We got yeah. twelve games to go. But for my money, C.J. Stroud is easily easily in my mind the rookie of the year because he has taken control of this offense. He set the record for most, uh, for most pass attempts by a rookie without an interception. His, his streak is still going by the way. Mm-hmm. And he led the Texans to what could have been the game winning touchdown. They take the lead late. Then the Falcons drive down the field. They get within field goal range. Young Hui kicks the game winning field goal to seal it for the Falcons, and it came right down to the wire, which those kind of games I like. I mm-hmm. like those kind of games. I don't like blowouts where yeah. you're, just waiting, you're just praying for the game to end eventually. No, this was an entertaining game. And I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure, shout out to our, fr- to our friend uh, Stacy Morgan, who runs the Morgan Man podcast. He talks about the Eagles, uh, talks about sorry, the Eagles, mm-hmm. talks about the Dirty oh. Birds, the Falcons, mm-hmm. uh, as well as uh, Call of Duty League. So check out his, pod- check out his podcast. Uh I'm sure he'll cover it this week on his podcast and talk about the next game they have. But I'm sure I'm sure he's uh he's in hog heaven right now. And you know, I talked about it a couple weeks ago the, the NFC South and the AFC South are low key exciting races for the division because you have at least three teams yes. in each division who could win that division. The, mm-hmm. the I you I think it would rank the Texans up there as possible uh, as possible AFC South. Contenders, you could also mark the Falcons as NFC South contenders. So, two teams are—I mean, the 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 Texans are on the rise. It's uh, you—it's—you could say it's a transition year for them because the first year head coach, he's got his quarterback. He's also got his edge edge rusher, Mm -hmm. Will Anderson. He's he's a big big difference maker too. So the Texans are a team to watch. They're on—I think they're a team that's slowly going on the rise. The Falcons. They're pretty good too, although I would argue that Arthur Smith has to figure out how to get Kyle Pitts and Drake London, how to yes. use them properly. Yes. Again, you know, I know I know you talked about it too, Dustin, a few weeks ago about Arthur Smith's offense. You draft guys because you need to use them. Why aren't you using them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It continues to confound me. And I'm starting to wonder. Because the Falcons, the Falcons are one of those teams. I feel for Falcons fans because it seems like they're always they're always hanging around in games. They're, they're you know they're it's always if if they win, it's going to come down to late. It seems, and uh, you know that's that's tough to have to go through that each week. But I'm I'm starting to wonder if Young Young Hui Ku is perhaps the best the best kicker in the NFL. He's mm. he's. He's part of – he's a big reason why they won. Also, uh, uh, it seems to me that Desmond Ritter played much better this game, um, which also helped the Falcons win. He's, I know he's he struggled as of late. He looked a little better than he has, but I agree with you uh, on uh, on everything you said about the Texans. D'Amico Reigns has – I God, I hope they hang on to him and allow him a chance to build that team. And, um, you know, I'm not going to take an unmitigated shot at the Giants here, but it kind of is one. Do it. Do everyone, it. Do everyone it. is bemoaning the fact that Daniel Jones has no offensive line. Well, the same is true for C.J. Stroud in, uh, in, in Houston. doesn't look like the Texans' offensive line is, like, you know, a, full of a bunch of Hall of Famers, okay? And he is doing just fine, and it's his yeah. first year. Yep, yep, yeah. So hopefully, CJ Stroud keeps it going for the rest of the year, and the Texans become a very surprising team. And D'Amico Ryan's hopefully gets considered for Coach of the Year if he keeps up this pace. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take a quick short break. 
we come back, we'll talk about the rest of week five in the NFL. So stick around for more. No credentials required. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from No Credentials Required to talk to you about one of our newest partners at Belly Up Sports, SeatGeek. Yeah, live sports is great on television, but the feeling of being at the arena is a priceless experience. That's why our friends at SeatGeek are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices. Not only can you get tickets to sporting events, but you can also get tickets to concerts, comedy shows, musicals, and more. Search for your desired event now at SeatGeek.com, enter promo code BellyUpSports at checkout, and you save 20 bucks off your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. That's right, folks. SeatGeek is now a premier sponsor for Billy Ups with Billy Up Sports. <clears throat> looking to get to a football game this year. Looking to get to it. Hockey season just started yesterday. Happy, happy, happy. Oh, I know uh, you're happy about oh, that. Oh, and breaking news. Connor Bedard, number one overall pick in this year's NHL draft, scored his first NHL goal just a few minutes ago. So congratulations to Connor Bedard on your first NHL goal. One of many. Yeah. Many, many, many. Congrats, Speaking Connor, of, number two. That's right. <laughs> right. And speaking of NHL, get yourself some tickets to an NHL game. I'm looking to go to a couple Devils games myself this year. Try to go at least one. Try to go at least one. So I'm going to go to SeatGeek.com. I'm going to use promo code BillyUpSports and save $20 off my first order of $50 or more. And Smart I'm pretty man. Sure, hey, that's, what, that's how I do. That's how I do. But again, like the commercial said, that, that handsome guy in that commercial said, you can not only just get sports tickets, you can get concert tickets, comedy shows, Broadway musicals. Anything that requires a ticket to get in, you can get on SeatGeek. So again, SeatGeek.com. Use promo code BellyUpSports at checkout, and you'll save $20 off your first $50 or more order. We're going to move quickly along. Most notable performance. Uh, I'm going to take the lead on this one. Zach Moss. Um, uh, who's Jonathan Taylor? Who's Jonathan Taylor? <laughs> I, I, earlier in the day, the actually the day on, on Saturday, it was announced that Jonathan Taylor had signed a three-year extension with the – with the Indianapolis Colts, they were bringing him along slowly, bringing him along slowly. But Zach Moss, whoo, what a performance. 23 rushes, 165 yards, two touchdowns as the Colts beat the Titans in a very important AFC South matchup. And I got to give a shout out also to their defense. Defense had a goal, not goal line stand, but they had a stand with inside their 20 yard line with about five minutes to go. And, Derrick Henry, get Henry gets the ball on fourth and one. He's absolutely stuffed. Stuffed at the line. No gain. Colts bleed the clock. Game over. Mm-hmm. So Zach Moss was my most notable, for, notable performance this week. And I guess 1A would also be the Colts defense for that that uh, that stand on fourth and one. Dustin, who was your most notable, notable performance in week five of the NFL? Well, my most notable uh, performance is a familiar name who finally showed up. And you could argue that it was because two familiar names for the team in Cincinnati finally showed up. Uh, But Jamar Chase, anytime you have 15 receptions for 192 yards and three TDs, you're going to catch my eye. Um, Chase, Chase talks a little bit for my taste, but he's also talented enough to back it up. And this is one of those games where he showed why. And uh, if, and this is a big if, if Joe Burrow and and uh, Jamar Chase can find the connections that they've had in, in a previous season, the Bengals are going to go on a run. And that's a big if, though. But uh, Jamar Chase gets the nod from me this week. Yeah, I had Joe Burrow and and Jamar Chase in our guys in our GNO league this week, and yeah. they were part of the reason why my team, my team, the breezeful easy feeling, yeah, scored two hundred points for the first time this year. I but I beat my I I destroyed my nephew. Oh yeah, yeah. Shout out, I mean, shout out to my nephew Christian. Yeah, Huge, I beat him by uh, one hundred point seven five points. <laughs> Sorry, CJ Beast. Sorry about that one. But but, but I not, can't talk. Also, also not sorry. <laughs> I can't talk much because I left forty six points on my bench with Justin Fields, and 
would have made my matchup a little uh, closer, but I got trounced pretty good this week, especially with Anthony Richardson going out with uh, injury very early in that Colts game. It is the Gardner Minshew show for the foreseeable future in Indy. It's true. It's true. And that unfortunate injury. We're going to move on to the hottest individual take of the week. I'll start with you, Dustin. What's your hottest individual take of the week? Well, and and it might not be scorching hot, but it's it's my feeling. The and and this is big off the Jets game because I guess I'm into the soap opera of it all in Denver. Uh, the Russell Wilson Sean Payton marriage is already a failure. Already, um, after all the investment, this will not end well. Um, I don't know where Russ moves to, but I really think that Sean Payton is going to try to flex to stay in Denver and. I don't think he's I don't think he's thrilled with Russell Wilson. I, I don't think so I don't think this is gonna last and I think Russ is Russ is perhaps playing somewhere else next season. Yeah. I think he I think he could be traded to the CFL, honestly. Yeah. But uh or or <laughs> hey the oh Albany man! Fireworks, he's a quarterback. Oh man, I would, <laughs> I would be in line day one to get tickets of that. Co- Could you imagine Russ running around on an arena field? That would be something. Oh my gosh, he'd <laughs> be ye- getting yelled at by Darius Prince to throw him the damn ball. Oh my goodness, <laughs> it would be a train wreck full of dumpster fires. But it, thank God, Antonio Brown is not in this ownership group. Uh, yeah. for the Albany Firebirds, all local guys. I'm going to try to get my buddy Jeff Levac on this program to talk about the team. He's he's oh, team that, president, so I'm going to try to get him great. on for 10 good minutes. He's a good guy. He's a good yeah. guy. I call him a friend. I don't think he calls me a friend, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> so my hottest individual take of the week, and you're gonna call me a, people are going to call me a homer because I'm a mm-hmm. Jets fan, but here's here's let's get down the brass tacks, all right? We have not only one but two members of this New York Jets defense who could be all pro this season. Linebacker Quincy Williams, who is a waiver wire pickup in 2020, and Bryce Huff, Ed rusher Bryce Huff, who was an undrafted free agent in 2020. These guys have slowly become key members of this New York Jets defense that contained Russell Wilson for most of the game on Sunday. They they, they, look, at one point, look, look, listen. At, at one point on Sunday, before the before the uh, Broncos went on their feet on, the, on their drive to score that touchdown that got them within three, mm-hmm. they were held to one yard total in that second half. One total yard, and a large part of that had to do with Quincy Williams and Bryce Huff. Quincy Williams basically sealed the game for the Jets uh, after causing the fumble, which became a scoop and score. Mm-hmm. And Bryce Huff has just been all over the place. And Brian Baldinger, Baldy's breakdowns, he gave the nickname of Bugatti to Bryce Huff. He calls him Bugatti. <laughs> oh man, that's a good one. That's a good one. But that see, that's why this league, that's why this league can be great sometimes. Uh you know, you got for for Seahawks fans this year. We all know the story of Jake Bobo. You know, preseason darling, and he actually makes the team. People yep. want Xavier, the Bobo jersey. Xavier, Xavier Gibson. Yep, same yeah. with the Jets. Yep, you want and and then also, uh, oh man, I had another one here. Oh, I mean, who could forget Puka Nakua coming in seemingly yep. out of nowhere to become one of the talks of the NFL? There's always somebody that comes out of nowhere, and especially with you know, when somebody gets picked up off waivers, you don't want to say it's the scrap heap, but they're on waivers for a reason. And these are the stories that I love, that somebody gets a chance with a new team, different scheme, different coaching staff, and it all clicks for them. And they, and they show why they were drafted in the first place or in this league, you know, why they get that undrafted free agent phone call. Yep. You know, it's yeah. great. Pukunakua, another – addition to the breezeful easy feeling <laughs> that scored 200 that scored 200 and uh 200 uh, sorry 200 and 
23.75 points in our league last week. Well, and let's not forget old Brees himself. He got some points. He had that 74-yard yeah. run for a TD. He's not on my team, though. He's not on my team. I was so oh. angry when somebody else picked him up. I was- oh, I thought, you, I thought you had him. See, that was the thing. No, I just named, I just named the team Brees Full Easy Feeling because oh, okay. I needed a Jets-related team name because mm-hmm. last year I was the Florida, as the Florida State Seminole Vesicles. Yes. So I that- need a clever name for this year. I need a clever name for this year. That one, I always give you credit for Hey Darnold though that one sticks out for me <laughs> yeah I, I, I had to change it when sam dongle traded though that's, yeah, that's why i changed yeah. it i was so but that was a good one use that team name anymore see that's why i that's why i didn't do it and also i've just been the chemical toilet for years yeah. and so i've just, I'm just the P- yeah well, you're previously the pecan sandys too. yes yes <laughs> <laughs> if you name that those reference that those two references good for you yeah uh, before <laughs> our next break we got a comment from wonka the same ah. back buddy uh, he also commented on your 10 good minutes video as well. Uh, ah, he said, I feel like I'm a fantasy football world leader in bench points every year. Better GM than coach, I guess. Audible sigh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you there, Wonko. I'm with you. It's frustrating. Yeah. You try not to get frustrated, but you're like, man, seems like I'm making the wrong decision each week here. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. All right. When we come back, we're going to take another short commercial break, but when we come back, we'll tell, we'll talk about what we're looking forward to in week six of NFL action, so stay tuned. This episode of No Credentials Required is brought to you by Invader Coffee. For the coffee lover who wants good, quality coffee with no bullshit and no filler, Invader Coffee is an ultra-premium, veteran-owned coffee company proudly delivering only the best coffee your hard-earned money can buy. They aim to only serve the highest quality organic air-roasted coffee beans sourced from free trade farms all over the world. They keep things simple, the best coffee at an affordable price in order to provide you with the value you deserve for your morning boost. 100% fair trade, 100% organic coffee beans, 100% air-roasted, 100% money-back guarantee. Visit invadercoffee.com, enter promo code BELLYUP at checkout, and receive 15% off your order. That's right, folks. Support the show with Fuel for the Fearless. It's Invader Coffee. I just got my order of the K-Cups, and I got the seasonal blend, the pumpkin pecan blend. So I'm looking forward to trying that eventually. Probably try it this weekend. Uh, but I know Dustin, you were lauding about you were you were singing its praises the last time we were talking about Invader Coffee. Did you uh, do I'm getting your your order yet with the uh, pecan, the, the pumpkin pecan? I did, I did, and I'll be interested. Uh, let me know what you think of it. But I can tell you that I ordered a fresh bag and it arrived before my trip to Virginia. Now that's what nice. I call service. That's so right? I said, well, I'm gonna. I, I said I'm gonna bring this down to my friends in Virginia. They're they're both coffee drinkers. They love coffee and uh it was a big hit with them they were they were drinking it all week they they commented that they really liked it and uh so i told them i said hey hit up invader coffee it's a great great service great website and uh i did tell them use the code and use our affiliate link (laughs) nice nice they liked it but one thing I'm looking forward to after this month is that they're going to have the Christmas blends out. And the oh, yeah. is one of my favorites. I can't wait to order it. But do yourself a favor, folks. Get yourself some of the best coffee out there. Link in the description below if you're on Facebook or on YouTube. Uh, it'll also be in the link. will be in the description on the podcast site once we get that up and running. But use that. Go to our use our affiliate link. Use promo code BellyUp at checkout. You get 15% off your order. You might pay, to pay a little bit premium for shipping, but... It'll be there in two days and you'll be able to. And that's one of the great things about Invader Coffee is that it ships quick, gets to your house, can enjoy it pretty much right away. So get yourself some K cups, get yourself some whole bean. I get the whole bean because I like the fresh ground. Nice yeah. having the fresh ground. But you can also get ground beet. You can also get, get it ground. Regardless, you're going to enjoy this coffee. It's awesome. Shout out to Invader Coffee. Veteran owned. Veteran owned. Yes. So you're looking for the, to support a veteran owned company? Go ahead and check out Invader Coffee. All right, we're going to move on quickly to week six, what we're looking forward to. And uh, Dustin, I'm going to hand it over to you for what you're looking forward to this week for the most most intriguing matchup. Well, it's my turn to say that that people are going to call me a homer, but I am most (laughs) interested in this game. Um, My most intriguing matchup is Seahawks-Bangles because I want to see which version of Joe Burrow shows up to that game. Um, And I also want to see 
Now, I know I, I, I said in my 10 good minutes, which I know some of you tuned in, so thank you for that. I said I don't think the Seahawks' defense is world-beating, but I want to see how they do against a bit more of a high-powered offense because if Joe Burrow shows up and looks more like himself and looks like he's over that injury and he's able to drive the ball a little bit more um, – I am I am intrigued by this by this matchup. This is the one I'm going to be looking to most, mostly because I want to see how my Seahawks uh, stack up here, and I want to see how the defense performs, especially those corners against an elite wide receiving core. Yep. Yeah, for my most intriguing matchup, again, I'm going to be accused of being a homer too, but I got Jets-Eagles on my radar because I want to see if the Jets can finally Finally beat the Eagles in the regular season. They're 0-12 lifetime against the Eagles in the oh, regular season. Man. Never have they've never beaten the Philadelphia Eagles. They got them at home. They're carrying a momentum from a great effort against Kansas City and a win in Denver. I want to see if they can how they defend the I'm curious to see how they defend the, the tush push or the brotherly oh, shove. Yeah, that's we, getting we may we were gonna have to do a 10 good minutes about a debate about that, whether or not it should be banned from the league, because we got some people on social media saying, Oh, the brotherly shove should be banned from the league. No, I'm sorry. I have to disagree with you there. But I'm looking forward to seeing what the Jets can do offensively against a very good Eagles defense. I'm looking forward to see what the defense, our defense, New Jersey, the New Jersey, the New York defense can do against the Philadelphia Eagles offense. Now, from what I understand, from looking at the stats, while the Eagles are one of the best teams in stopping the run, they're one of the worst teams in in stopping the pass. Mm -hmm. So I gotta wonder if the if the if the Jets are gonna try to open up the playbook a little bit on the on the passing side. And see if and see if they can open up the run game using their passes like they did against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, did the Chiefs game earn Zach Wilson enough trust for them to do that? Yeah. Well, I think it might. I think it might have. That's my. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. And Wonko says three yards and a cloud of butts. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a 72 yard run on Sunday for Brees Hall. That was that was the big run, returning to the scene of the crime and doing the exact same thing he did last year. He had a 68 yard run last year and he had a 72 yard run in this game this past week. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, Desperation City, Dustin. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take charge. Of this I'm gonna take I'm gonna go first. To this one I think. Yeah. Patriots Raiders is going to be <laughs> a very desperate matchup because you get the, you got a you got a very you, you, um, look listen I never thought I'd see the day where I would be and also I would never be so happy to see a New England Patriots team that is this bad yeah offensively especially because you got Mac Jones who's apparently his attitude is just so bad for this team it's really toxic uh, on defense. You got two starters in Matt Judon and Christian yeah. Gonzalez. They're both out for the year with injuries. So and they're playing and they're playing the Raiders, who are coming off a win on Monday night. Now the pay the Patriots are returning to the scene of the crime where the Raiders eliminated eliminated them from playoff contention in 2022. If you remember that Jacoby Myers backwards pass to Mac that was supposed to be going to Mac Jones. that got picked off by Chandler Jones and Chandler Jones gave Mac Jones a stiff arm to hell <laughs> on his way to scoring a touchdown and winning the game for the Raiders. <laughs> so I'm curious to see which one of these teams is going to save their season on Sunday afternoon in Las Vegas. Yeah. I mean, that's both of these teams are, uh they're in some they're in a straight and and one of them you know I'll, I'll i'll on one hand admonish myself and i'm and and kind of uh congratulate myself and then on the other hand i'm gonna i'm gonna say i got something totally wrong i said that bill o'brien would bring stability to that patriots offense i said that he would he would figure out something with mac jones um uh but that has not happened. And then on the other side, I remember telling you, I said, what did Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo have around him in San Francisco? A whole mess of talent 
What does he not have around him in in, in Vegas? Not as much talent, but he, they still have some talented players. And in a uh, in a spot of a little irony about this game, Jacoby Myers now playing for the Raiders. Now Raider, <laughs> and he's doing he's doing very well too. So. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's interesting to see where both of these teams, the Raiders kind of are where I thought they'd be, to quote the dearly uh, departed Dennis Green. But the Patriots mm. are the surprising one for me. And I'm going to admit it a little bit. I'm taking a little pre- pleasure in it because Patriots fans have been insufferable for a long time now. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I got I got into a debate with a Patriots fan who said, who said the Dolphins – managed to put up 70 against the the Denver Broncos and the Jets barely managed to put up 24. I said, yeah, but a win's a win. Yes. A win is a win. It's still a win. All right, Dustin, who do you got for desperation city for, uh, for your side? Oh, desperation city for me is, uh, (laughs) oh man, we kind of alluded to it earlier, but it's the, it's the meeting of the of the AFC and NFC equivalents of each other, it's the Cowboys Chargers. I believe the, on the two most disappointing <laughs> talented rosters playing against each other on Monday night. Oh yes. man, can it oh, get man. any more desperate? Because will Dak rebound? Will the Dallas defense show up? How will Brendan Staley figure out a way to lose this game if the Chargers lead early? There are so many questions surrounding this game. And also, will Austin Eckler play? He is saying that there's a 99.3% or whatever he said chance of appearing on Monday Night Football. But, you know, you get a little little pause because why didn't you just say 100? You know, wouldn't it be typical Chargers? He's like 99% on there and then – Austin Eckler does not play on Monday. Wouldn't that just add to the to the to the uh, intrigue surrounding this game? But both teams need a win with the way things are going for them. I hope both teams lose. <laughs> that would be oh, could you see if it ended in a tie? That would, that would be that would be case, exactly. the, the case and Nate podcast checking in. Nate Nguyen, who's uh part of belly up sports he says patriots fans deserve some misery just for a, a while after winning so many years no no let the keep let the misery build let it build <laughs> please please and thank you all right moving on to our we would rather drink castor oil than watch this game dustin i'm gonna have you lead off which dr- which game would you rather drink castor oil than watch All right. I'm going to apologize. I've got family members that are Giants fans. I know some Giants fans. Uh, One of my best friends is a Giant fan, but I'm sorry. (laughs) The Bills are going to end this quick, even with a depleted defense, even with their offense alone is going to be enough. And with even with a depleted defense, I still think the the Bills are going to get to uh, Daniel Jones. They're going to get enough hits on him. Uh, I don't know if Saquon, Saquon is playing in this game. I haven't I haven't kept a close enough eye on his health, but I don't think the wheels are coming off for Brian Dayball in the New York Giants. Um, you wonder if he's going to be extra motivated to come back and beat his former team, but I just think Buffalo is going to be too much for Giants fans. This thing's going to be. Uh, I'm sorry, Giants fans. This thing's going to be over early, in my opinion. Yeah, and who knows if Daniel Jones is going to be healthy enough to play this week too? If I were, so there were some suggestions uh, by on social media, I saw that if uh, if if uh, 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 Daniel Jones should stay out the rest of the year. Yeah, that's right. I did see that, but the problem is uh, Tyrod <laughs> is not exactly a. A picture of health, you know. <laughs> Case name podcast. We're tanking, baby. Woo-hoo! <laughs> I'm pretty sure my brother would, my oldest brother Jim would agree with you there. Yeah. All right, for my choice of drinking castor oil than watching this game, I, I'm going to apologize to my buddy A Pizzle here. But I say Dolphins, Panthers. The Panthers are 0 5. They're not a very good team. And the Dolphins are already a 13 and a half point favorite. It's going to be, it's not going to be ugly. It's not going to be fugly. It's going to be pug fugly. Okay. I, I would not be surprised if the Dolphins drop 70 on the Panthers, but yeah. I've seen weirder things happen. 
But this game is going to be ugly real quick. I say probably by the first quarter, it'll be at least 17 to nothing. I could be wrong. I mean, things where do things have happened? It's any given yeah. Sunday. One team can win. One team can lose. Mm-hmm. But this Dolphins team is too fast. And even with uh, Devon A-Chain out for, yes. for a while now, he's, he was put on IR this unfortunately, week. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, it was a great story there. But they, they still have depth at running back with Jeff Wilson Jr., you still have Tyreek Hill. Still got Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. Raheem Moster. It's going to be a runaway real quick. Yeah. Raheem Moster. This game is going to be a runaway real quick. Real quick. Yeah. Out of hand yeah. real quick. Yeah. And, and you know, you can see with uh, Coach McDaniels, you can see what he's trying to do with that. He's all speed because let me give you – I shout out to the ESPN Fantasy Focus – the 06010, I got to shout them out because this is not my stat. I heard it on their show, but I was blown away when I heard it. Devon A-Chain is so fast that he is getting nine yards per carry before he is even being contacted by anyone else. So he is almost getting a first down before anybody else even touches him, which shows you how fast he is. That's unbelievable. <laughs> So that's that's Daniel that's uh that's um that's the coach's blueprint down there in Miami speed and more speed. Walco chimes in with his rather drinking castor oil before rather than watching this game. Ravens Titans 9:30 a.m. Yuck. No thanks NFL. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to our last segment of the podcast which was which is our player to watch in week four and we actually it's changed out to week five sorry my bad it's week five not week actually week six i'm sorry yeah no, this is crazy god almighty this is what moving. happens with, this is what happens well also this is what happens when we miss a week oh yeah yeah <laughs> we forget to change stuff sorry but, everybody sorry folks we'll get we'll try to do better but i can't promise uh I think we're both in agreement here. Joe Burrow is our player to watch this week in game in week six, because I want to see if last week's game against Arizona was an anomaly. I want to see if we can do this, if they can keep the momentum rolling. And remember last year, this offensive line for the Bengals was absolute garbaggio, mm-hmm. absolute trash. And all of a sudden they picked it up in week, what week five, yeah, protected I'm Joe say. Burrow much protected Joe Burrow much better, and they went on that run where they won ten games in a row, or yeah, where they had that really historic run. Mm-hmm. Went up, went up, winning the the NFC, the AFC North. I want to see if we can do the same thing against this Seattle Seahawks defense. Well, you say Dustin is not; they're not a world beating defense, but they play good enough to keep them in games. Mm-hmm. I feel like at and as you know, I'm trying to take my fan colored glasses off here, but I do think that unit is improving. You know, um, last year they couldn't stop the run at all. They've shored that up a little bit. Can't stop the pass this year. Uh, but it seems like the unit is improving, and maybe that giant game was what they needed as a confidence boost because that was a dominant performance. And uh, maybe they can carry the momentum over, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, so intriguing intriguing storylines heading into week six of the NFL. We're going to wrap things up here. Oh, what, one more. We have one more comment, though, from from Walk of the Saints. It says, curious how good the Browns D really is. 49ers will put that to the test. Well, you got to remember, uh, Wonko, that the they played the Ravens uh, two weeks ago before their bye week, and the Ravens smashed them into the ground. Yeah. So I think the 49ers – Seeing if Miles Garrett will come back. I guess he was. He said he, he was gonna. He was gonna rest, and also it's it, it'll depend on how and if uh, Deshaun Watson comes back too, because he uh, has a. Uh, he remember he's he didn't play in Week Four against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Oh, and my and my friend Kitten Kitten, she says, "Yay, sports ball!" <laughs> <laughs> Just in time for the ending. Well, so, I hope I hope that Deshaun Watson found time to get a massage. <laughs> Well, I was gonna say well, I was gonna say that 
I thought he was out with a pulled groin, but it turned out he was out with a shoulder injury. <laughs> I texted that to you on, 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 in week in week four. I was like, oh, I yes. thought it was out with a groin injury. Yeah. It turns out it was a shoulder injury. And Wonko says, thanks, guys. Great stuff. Thank you, Wonko. Hey, for thank you, Wonko. I really do appreciate it. For everybody who stopped by, I appreciate We appreciate you. Yeah. So thanks before to we everyone. Go, yep, absolutely. Before we go, just want to let you know about our socials right down below. Twitter. Instagram and the very scarcely used TikTok. It's at no creds req, facebook.com forward slash no creds req, youtube.com forward slash at no creds req. So, what a friendly reminder to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Tell your friends, tell your enemies that we're here. <laughs> on the podcast side, subscribe to the podcast on a myriad of podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker. Google Play, wherever you podcast, rate and review, five stars. There we go. Five stars is the number of stars we prefer. You leave us for a rating. If you're able to leave a review, we'll read it on the air, no matter how gross or how awesome it is. So I'll do it for this edition of No Crunch Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We are presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. For Dustin Henry, my name is Ryan McCarthy. We've been your hosts, and we'll see you here next week, next Wednesday. 8 p.m. Eastern. We'll talk about week six in the NFL. Until then, have a great night. Good night, everybody.